Oh, and here we are getting set for the release of every team's schedule. The leaks have been coming out little by little. Already something else. The NFL Network's going to have a Sunday night game, Week 16, not NBC, because Peacock is going to have Bills Chargers on a Saturday afternoon game in Week 16. So we're starting to see some. It's a first-ever exclusive game for Peacock, which NBC obviously owns. And we're starting to now see some more creative ways that the NFL is putting their their content out there, right? You know, they're moving to YouTube and YouTube TV for Sunday ticket. You've got Amazon taking over Thursday night games and the Black Friday game that was already announced. Now you got Peacock with a streaming exclusive game, not to mention ESPN Plus having some of the London games that are going to be at 9.30 Eastern on Sunday. So if you're not one of those people that has a lot of these digital platforms, these you better start because they're pushing us to it and it's it's inevitable. That's literally, it's everywhere, man. And I'm talking about, like, if you turn on your TV or any streaming service that you, my squad, the Chiefs, play the Raiders on Nickelodeon. Like, Patrick Mahomes meets Patrick from SpongeBob on December. So, yeah, the <laughs> NFL is everywhere. It doesn't matter what your service is, but you have to have them all to watch football at this point. Uh, Celtics up 15-9, 4.33 to go in the first over the Sixers. Marcus Smart's already got two threes, so this may be one of those Marcus Smart's not, Smart nights. I just need uh, I need Jalen Brown to get out there and get some buckets. We do have week one lines uh, from a book as this stuff starts to slowly trickle out. I don't necessarily want to go through every single one of these, or we can. really depends on <laughs> if you really want to wet your whistle that much, Sean. But we have got at least now a full week one set up. And there's I'll tell you this, we're not going through every single game. We're not going through every team's schedule. We're not sitting there going win-loss, win-loss the entire way. Like, it's the stuff that stands out throughout the game as it gets to us. We'll have Jason Locke and Fora on in about 20 minutes here to talk to him about that because there's stuff that matters and stuff that doesn't matter on the schedule release, okay? Stuff that matters is the national TV and primetime games. I want to know where those are, uh, you know, where the London games are. Obviously, now with the weird quirks and Peacock and, and Amazon, that stuff's interesting. Holiday games, who's playing on Thanksgiving, who's playing now on Christmas and New Year's because the NFL is just taking over every single day. And the NBA is like, leave some room for us. What are you doing? The end of the schedule, right? Playoff pushes. What's a team's schedule look like the last like five weeks of the season? That's really important. Uh, you know, we, obviously the early lines, that matters today. And then, of course, there's the social videos, which this is the Super Bowl for team social media teams right like they put out these schedule release videos they've been working on forever some of them are cool some of them are lame but everybody's trying to do something creative and i love it but the what doesn't matter sean is who they play because we already know so that takes some of the juice out of this whole thing the win-loss game we're gonna play that to a point but let's be honest with ourselves it's may there are a lot of factors that can still come in before we really know how a team is i don't know week 12 of the nfl season but sure we can try and play that game and have fun with it, but it's utterly ridiculous. And then, of course, the overreaction doesn't matter at all during the schedule release either because we're all going to overreact, and in the end, we're wrong because it's May, and there's a million things that change by the time we get there. Well, if you want overreaction, I'm your guy. So yeah. it's on a platter okay for you, that. man. I'm Take okay. it away. Week one. <laughs> Which games, though, like you said, we don't need to go over all of them necessarily, but as far as the week one lines, as far as the week one matchups that you see that are now officially released by the NFL, which are the ones that kind of caught your attention? So I'm looking here, uh, Dallas and the Giants week one. Uh, those division games tend to be tough. Dallas is a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at the Giants. I do like Dallas in that game, but that's still a really short line. I could actually see that moving up more to a field goal for the Cowboys. 
I know it's week one, but there's going to be a lot of people maybe jumping on the Giants there, given that they were a playoff team last year. I just I expect some regression from the Giants this year. Daniel Jones not going to be in a contract year. You're also going to now have more film on him. There's going to be teams that kind of see his tendencies with the new offense and what that looks like. So I, 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 I'm cautious when it comes to anything involving the Giants this year. Buffalo and the Jets, though, the Monday night game. Buffalo's a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at the Jets. That's going to be Aaron Rodgers' debut. And he is going to be, I mean, first off, the NFL's smart, putting Aaron Rodgers on Monday night football. But he's going to be with a new receiving core, new team, bright lights, chance now to show that what happened last year, he's not washed up yet. I think Aaron Rodgers has a big game there. I kind of like the Jets are only plus one and a half, plus 105 on the money line. I think I kind of like the Jets, actually, to maybe pull that off, just with the emotion that's there. It's it's a new team. You don't really know what Aaron Rodgers is going to look like in that Jets offense, and I think the Jets can sneak up on Buffalo week one, and I actually would probably take – it's. I'm not betting any games this early because it's just – there's too many factors, but if you made me place a bet right now in week one, I like the Jets plus one and a half at home against the Bills on Monday Night Football. And if you're right, that would actually shift, you know, the, the winner of the – AFC East as of right now that's supposed to be Buffalo at plus 135 the Jets plus 225 after they got Aaron Rodgers Miami three to one and the Patriots no surprise bringing up the rear to win the East at plus 750 but if you're right and in week one the Jets go out there and win then I think a lot of people are going to talk about all right what's wrong with Buffalo what's right with New York New York at that point is probably going to be even money to win the division so a lot goes down and it's way too early and there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens between now and then but I will say this just as kind of an overall thought about the Jets with Aaron Rodgers I think people are getting a little bit too excited about a guy who is not doesn't have the same amount of gas left in the tank that Peyton Manning did when he left and went to Denver and I understand it didn't end necessarily very gracefully with Peyton Manning there. Well, ultimately, they won, they won the Super Bowl, but individually, he wasn't great. But remember his first year there, Nick? He was incredible. He was setting every record in the world his first year in Denver. By and large, he oh, was yeah. the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, when Tom Brady went from New England to Tampa, and I didn't think this is going to be the case, but if you look at the numbers, there's an argument to be made. He wasn't Patrick Mahomes that year. He wasn't Josh Allen that year. But he was probably like a top three or four quarterback, and you could say that for a couple of seasons in Tampa. I don't think that's what they're getting in New York. I just think they're getting Aaron Rodgers in name, not in game. So if you're a better, you might want to think long and hard and maybe wait a couple of games into the season to see what Aaron Rodgers looks like because I understand Jets fans need to be optimistic, right? That's just it's the only way to go. They've had a lot of stuff to deal with over the years. I just don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the guy. I think Aaron Rodgers makes them better than they were a season ago. Obviously, they dealt with all kinds of quarterback issues. But it feels like people were trying to convince me that they're a real Super Bowl contender or they're going to go out there and win 11 or 12 games or win the division. I hate to burst your bubble. None of those things are going to happen. Aaron Rodgers, at this point in his career, is an average quarterback. That's what Ryan Horvath will tell you. They're a playoff team and they're going to win 10-11 games. I think they're probably more of a nine-win team, partially because it's just the AFC. But we're going to see Aaron Rodgers with weapons and talent that he hasn't had at his disposal in a while. And I think that's really going to be the difference. And adding Brees Hall, he probably won't be back at the beginning of the season, but adding Brees Hall in the backfield with all the weapons that they have out at receiver, that's going to make a massive difference. In terms of all of the totals for Week 1 right now, the lowest by... 
maybe even a couple of points by about, yeah, the lowest by at least two points. Washington hosting Arizona. It's only 40 and a half. Washington's a four and a half point favorite because you got Sam Howell, who I don't know. I don't know what he's going to be. I saw him play one game last year. I have no idea. And then you've got whatever random dude, I guess it's Colt McCoy starting week one. Is it still Colt McCoy still is on the Cardinals, right? He should be. Yeah. If it is, then that's what you're yeah. going to get. You're going to get, yeah, you're going to get Colt McCoy going up against his former team. He may look to actually just, if if Colt McCoy is the starter week one against Washington, I mean, they could cover because it's Colt up against his former team and he just finds these ways to come in and little spot duty and win. I, that that game has a chance to be really ugly offensively, because unless Sam Howell is a star, but so that's the lowest total by far. The next closest is uh, Tennessee at New Orleans. That totals forty-two. New Orleans is a three-point favorite there. Uh, and then you got a forty-two and a half. As everything jumps around, they're adding everything to this. Everything's coming in real time. This is like the draft show. Uh, Green Bay's at Chicago. That totals also forty-two. Chicago a one-point favorite at home against Green Bay, and those are the only ones that sit there at forty-two or lower in terms of totals. Jacksonville at uh, the Colts. Jacksonville's a three-and-a-half point favorite on the road. That total sits at 43-and-a-half. You look a little bit like Sam Howells. Have never told you that? Uh, no, but I, maybe if he plays more, that'll start to be a thing. I don't know. Any any guy that has dark hair and a beard, I feel like people just say, I look like them. I'm like, I've heard like a million different names. So, yeah. You know, I guess we all you... just look the same. I know you're a big fan of them, so you're going to be watching the game, but can you imagine like actually trying to make hard-earned money during the week and then bet it on that particular game in week one, Washington versus Arizona, Colt McCoy? You already don't know anything. Like, I'm good. Nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm running away from that one. You need to and pay what me you to learn, watch that too, one. is you're going to know – yeah, well, listen, for you, for me, I'll be watching it because that's my team, but uh, you also won't know very much about what Sam Howell is – in the preseason you're not going to see a lot so don't judge what you see in the preseason and think this guy's going to be a star or a complete disaster week one because you know how preseason goes you won't see that much but yeah i would not touch anything in that washington arizona game at all that division is going to be fun to watch though because i think that philadelphia is the best team in the nfc i know that's not any breaking news but also nick the truth is that's kind of process of elimination let me ask you this if philadelphia played in the afc we all agree that Kansas City's the top dog. Is Philly next in the AFC? Or are we talking about other teams? Are they like better than Cincinnati? They're better than Buffalo? They're better than Baltimore? Because I just don't buy into Philly. I just think they happen to be the best team in a horrible NFC. They're a really, really talented offense, though, too. I mean, or they're a really loaded team. Where they would stand in the AFC, God, I'd put them behind the Chiefs, I'd put them behind the Bengals. I'd put them above the Bills at this point. Maybe the third best team in the AFC? Because look, Jalen Hurts, if he can, if Jalen Hurts can continue his ascension, that's the big key. The, the What we saw last year with an MVP caliber season shows you, like, okay, they're, they're taking that next step, but they can run the football. They've got dangerous receivers there. They've got great coaching. They've got a really smart front office. Oh, and by the way, they just added like five great defensive players from Georgia. So it's just a team that's won back-to-back national championships now all playing in Philadelphia. But I don't know if I'd put them ahead of the, Col- or the, the, the Chiefs or the Bengals, but it'd be pretty damn close. It really just depends on kind of what you see from some of those younger guys, especially on the defense early in the season. Do they contribute? Are they rotating them in and out? Do they play big roles? Is there a learning curve? 
that's the one real variable with the Eagles is how some of these young defensive players look week one, week two, week three. And Jalen Hurts got the bag. And it's funny because whenever these quarterbacks, Nick, come up for payday, sometimes these teams are forced to pay him, even though you could tell they don't want to. Like, you could tell Baltimore was very, eh, we like you, but we don't love you. Like, you're our girlfriend, but not our yeah. wife type thing. And same yeah. thing with yeah. Kyler Murray a couple of off seasons ago. With They're like, all right, I guess we have to pay you because, you know, we don't have a better option than Derek Carr and all that. But every now and again, a Patrick Mahomes comes due. And you're like, all right, here you go. Here's the Brinks truck, man. You just tell us how much do you want in there and it was the same thing with Jalen Hurts this offseason where it was just a perfect timing where he was due his payday he was literally as you mentioned on the ascension of being probably the second best quarterback in the NFL and he got paid Joe Burrow is about to get that money and Joe Burrow is yes, the he next is. guy who I think he's the one who also is just so obvious right very very few times do you have to actually you know, have a meeting where everybody in the room agrees, right? We all agree. We'll give this guy whatever he wants, whatever he's worth, the maximum yep. amount that we can pay him, yep. especially with NFL quarterbacks. And Joe Burrow's that next guy. So the full Monday night football schedule is out. Let's at least me, look at me, that. We'll talk to Jason Lock and Four in a couple of minutes here. But everybody loves Monday night football. And what they're doing, again, I've been begging the NFL for, to do this for years. Monday night football doubleheaders. Though I said eliminate Thursday night football, they didn't listen there. Amazon certainly doesn't want that to happen. But I liked it, especially if you got one bad blowout. I can switch back and forth. I can do two screens. I could have multi, whatever you want. So week one is going to be the Bills of the Jets. We know that. Here's now week two. At 7.15 Eastern on ESPN, it's going to be the Saints at the Panthers. And at 8.15 Eastern on ABC, Browns at the Steelers. Week three, you got the Eagles at the Bucks at 7.15 on ABC. See where they're going. They're picking the better matchups and putting them on ABC. And then that same night on ESPN at 8.15 Eastern, it's the Rams at the Bengals, which if the Rams are good, that could be a great game. If the Rams are terrible and still look like a team that won five games last year, that's going to get ugly really quick. The Seahawks are at the Giants week five or week four. The Packers are at the Raiders week five. The Cowboys are at the Chargers week six, so no more doubleheaders at this point after those couple early in the season. 49ers at Vikings week seven, Raiders at Lions week eight, week nine, Chargers at Jets. So the Jets now two Monday night football games to open the season, then week nine when they're hosting the Chargers, both at home too. So both of those games are at home for the Jets. Uh, Broncos at Bills week 10. If it's the real Russell Wilson again, could be a... Fun game to watch. Uh, Eagles at Chiefs, big one there, week 11. That one had kind of trickled out. That's a simulcast on ESPN and ABC. Uh, Then Bears, Vikings, week 12. Bengals at uh, Jags, week 13. And we'll go through the rest of these as they go on. Like, we're not going to go through every game. But the the ones that stand out, some of these these primetime games and the teams that are in primetime, like the Jags, week 13 against the Bengals. Jags and Bengals used to be a a matchup that we hated on Thursday Night Football. Now it's going to be one of the best of the season.